The following podcast is an enticing media production. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You are now socially obligated to pour yourself a drink. and Welcome to the Drunk Squirrel. All right, we're recording. We are, and I feel like I should probably address something up front. I don't think you didn't warn me about this. Literally talking, speaking with each other 30 seconds ago, but... (laughs) <laughs> I feel like I'm getting thrown under the bus here somehow. Not yet. We'll probably okay. do that later. All right. All right. But, you know, uh, I'm wearing a Steelers jersey. Yeah. Yeah. In your house. In, so, I feel like, well, so we're recording <laughs> less than a week removed from, from Super the Bowl. Super Bowl. So, I feel like it's, it's definitely appropriate. And it's appropriate because you may not know this, but the XFL starts today. Yes, it does. So, 3 o'clock, I think. Um, is the first XFL game that the the Rock and his ex-wife business partner um, own together. So I'm I'm actually very intrigued by what it's going to look like. I, I mean, I don't well, know about you. So I I'm curious. I am because there have been other attempts at you know off-season football leagues that have been it just hasn't haven't it, panned it out. It doesn't work. No, and I think it's just. It, it's the NFL has something. <laughs> it, they do. It can't be. It can't be replicated. But I feel like the Rock has the connections to. If you can somehow link it in some small way to the NFL, almost be like a farm system type of deal, like with baseball. Like maybe you maybe. can get it to work. Maybe I. But I am curious. I will watch. I mean, we're recording today, so I'll catch it later. But yeah. I, yeah, I'm curious, but yeah. no, I mean, we're a week out from the Super Bowl, and, yeah. uh, oh, man, I Did, am sorry. Didn't, you know, I, I, was, I wasn't, like, devastated. I mean, obviously, I, I wanted to play, I wanted the Eagles to play the Chiefs. I, I thought in the AFC Championship game, I thought the, the Chiefs were the better option. I thought the Bengals had more playmakers, but one thing you can't, uh, you can't account for is Patrick Mahomes, and yeah, I mean, he dude's a genius on the field, man. I mean, that's just the way it is. I I mean, that was one of the best games in yeah. years for a Super Bowl game. It yeah. was it was a great game. I got up at the end, uh, and Melinda was like, "You okay?" And it's yeah, I'm mad because <laughs> I was rooting for the Eagles. I really was, and it was just yeah. Oh, it was a good game. Well, I'm an Eagles fan. I mean, I don't know if we ever like. I think we covered it in the beginning. I'm sure we have, but I'm an Eagles <laughs> fan, obviously. I'm a uh, Stollers fan. Rob, sitting across the room from me here wearing his uh, Troy Polamalu jersey, is a Steelers fan. I got a ton of respect for Troy Polamalu, by the way. That dude was oh a stud. Oh, my gosh. Just I, a stud. And, well, and you would watch this mane of hair just flying down <laughs> the field and be like, I don't know who he's about to kill, but it's about to be amazing. And then you watch him in his head and shoulder commercials, oh and gosh. it was just like he was like the gentle giant. But yeah, I have a ton of respect for him. I don't know that anyone's ever said a bad word about him, and he kind of has just gone off into the sunset. Like you don't like dominant players like that usually end up being some type of coach or an analyst or anything. And I have no idea what he's up to, and maybe that's what he wants. Maybe that's how he wants it. You know, I. I feel like he did some charity work, but that's uh, about sh- all I'm I can sure he did. say. I mean, you're—I uh, can see Rob got his has his Google machine, 
out over there. So he may tell us what's going I mean, obviously, I know he was doing the head and shoulders commercials and things like that, but like, yeah, I have a ton and I have a ton of respect for really great players from teams that I just may not like. Yeah, I mean, he, he was phenomenal. Oh, I mean, he was just oh a my stud. Gosh. Just a stud. Yeah. Hall All of right. Famer in every aspect, uh, on and off the field. And, um, yeah, the league was a better place when he was playing. And there oh, are several guys that you can, you know, uh, for my own Eagles, Brian Dawkins was one of those guys. Like, he was just, he, you know, people didn't, but he was, he was a killer on the field. But, like, he didn't, like, he didn't drink, he didn't curse, you know, things like, it was just interesting. He, he but, brought a class to the game. Yeah, but on the field, he would absolutely split you in half. And the game was different then, too, by the but, way. But that's okay. I yeah. mean, you're still bringing that yes. level of class where it's, yes. you know what, I, I'll i get off field with you, we'll sit down, we'll have a drink, but I will destroy you on that field. Right, and it was understood. And the game was different. Even, you know, Troy came after... Um, you know, Brian Dawkins, obviously, right. in the grand scheme of things. But the game was even different then when Troy Palomalu was playing because you can't just you just can't make the same types of hits and things like that that you could then. All right, because he's my favorite bad guy and spook in the mm -hmm. whole of the NFL. Mm -hmm. I'll just throw it out there. Is that a problem of Tom Brady? <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't that, – that's a good question. I mean, the question I, I think what you're asking is, did Tom Brady, like the protection of Tom Brady by the league, yeah, end up – did some of the rules that Change are in place now – be, and that very well may have happened, but I think, I think mostly what happened is the league started getting sued uh, by former well, yeah. players – um, the whole you know, with the head thing. injury and stuff yeah. like that. So they they had no choice but to do something. And in some ways, uh, you know, this is obviously debatable, and this does not necessarily have to be this episode. But it's debatable if we've gone if they've gone t too far in certain situations. Obviously, because there's been some stuff that's like, oh my gosh, like how can that possibly be a penalty? Well, man, yeah. So, well, you can pick some of those out of the. But well, last ten games. But uh, yes, yes, it was a good football game, though. Yes, and I I was rooting for the Eagles. I, my daughter's an Eagles fan. Obviously, I was too. Well, yeah. And I mean, to address that last penalty, <laughs> the fact of the matter was, he grabbed him. He, and he, he admitted even, to it. Yep. He grabbed him. It's a call that easily could not have been made. But the fact of the matter is it was, and there were some things, those types, of, they alluded to the fact that those types of things don't cause, you know, people were like, oh, that affected the outcome. They can, sure, certainly it did probably in a way, but, you know, so did the, so did the fumble where Hurt oh literally just dropped the ball. I mean, it was, <laughs> it's unfortunate. He literally just dropped the ball and it was picked up and returned for a touchdown. That it, changed the game more than that penalty. Oh my gosh, that, that fumble, I mean, my jaw was on the floor. It's just unbelievable Holy how smokes, it happened. That and you was... can't blame anybody. It's just, it just happened. Right. You know? Well, and that's the beauty of football is, it, yes, there are little things where we could say, this changed the, no, 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 the whole game changed the game. Yeah. The whole, the whole game changed the game. But I would like to say something because I, <laughs> you're a Pittsburgh fan, right? Okay. So we're going to, I'm going to touch on this. I didn't cue you into this before we started. So Juju Smith Schuster. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So a, a couple of days after the Super Bowl, 
he, oh, it, okay, it was on Valentine's Day actually. Now that I'm remembering, he tweeted like a valent like a makeshift Valentine's card, where he said something about holding or something like that. Now the lead up to the Super Bowl was very cordial. Um, the teams had a lot of respect for each other, and the players on the teams, you know, were very respectful. Um, Andy Reid, obviously, being in Philadelphia and things like that. I'm certain all of those things aided in that. But Juju kind of took a shot. That was unnecessary, in my opinion. And, you know, A.J. Brown kind of clapped back at him a little bit, like, okay, dude. And he called him TikTok guy. <laughs> and... And it's true. And then the e and then the other Eagles started chiming in, like the secondary basically the Eagles secondary basically saying, like I, the individual players on the in the Eagles secondary had more interceptions than you had touchdowns. So sit this one out, dude. <laughs> and so I, he kind of ran himself out of Pittsburgh with that stuff. Yeah. And, and I just wonder how you feel about that. So I, and this is where I struggle with Juju. Let me rephrase it this way instead. Uh, most of the Kansas game, whenever Juju did a thing, was a, a little bit of cussing and cursing at <laughs> Juju. Yeah. Like, I am not in a good place with him. Yeah. But when he came on to Pittsburgh, when he was building who he was as a player. He's a, he's a, he is a great player. He looked like he was going to be, and, and this is one of the beautiful things about football that I love. Like, teams are reflective of the towns they are in. For sure. And for me, when I look at the Steelers, I mean, you've got a, bu a bunch of big guys who are hardworking. Yep. They're going to lay down all they got on the field, create. Now, the defensive line hasn't been what it was, but they're going to do their best to make that steel curtain and and play the game. Make it hard. They're going to play the game as hard as they can to make it hard for the other teams. Correct. And that's what you should be doing. Right. But, I mean, how the Steelers have always been is a hardworking mm -hmm. defensive team. Mm hmm I'm not going to get into commentary and where that's been the past two decades, but well, with with Juju, it looked like we were kind of going to build into that a little bit better and go in that direction again, and then Juju just did what Juju does now. Yeah, it's you it, know, it was it was weird. It was hard. My opinion is, I mean, I'm not a Steelers fan, and they're they're not even remotely. Other than the fact that the Eagles and the Steelers are in the same state, <laughs> doesn't I mean none of that? Are they? Really, not, they are. are you sure Philadelphia is a part of Pennsylvania? Are I you think sure it's an Pittsburgh extension? is a, Pittsburgh is a part uh, is an extension of Ohio? No, no, I would say West Virginia. Okay, ooh, that might sit poorly <laughs> with some listeners. But anyway, right. I, I I guess my point is I have a ton of res actually ton of respect for the Pittsburgh Steelers franchise because of the way they go about their business and. You know, guys like Antonio Brown and oh. guys like, you know, and guys like Juju, they ran themselves out of Pittsburgh. Because they ran it, their mouths. It was all on them because the, for the one thing, it's the one thing that Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Steelers franchise is, it's about the team. And Mike Tomlin, who I have a, a tremendous amount of respect for, I think he's one of the best coaches in the league. And for all intents and purposes, I think he's one of the best men in the league too. He doesn't he doesn't put up with that stuff. And if it doesn't matter how good you are, if that's how it's going to be, you're not bigger than the team, and you're going to be gone. Since you brought this up briefly, I, we're going to address Steelers coaches. Okay, it, it, that's not a long conversation because there haven't been many. No, it, it, well, and again, because we look at a coach and we want someone who brings in that stability, that hard work. Correct. Which we're I also build respect. something that is generational, not mm -hmm. just. Super Bowl. Love it. But it is so weird 
to see Bill Cower smile. <laughs> he doesn't even he doesn't smile that often though, even on commentary. But occasionally, when you do, you're like, "Holy crap! What is going?" Like yeah. I remember Super Bowls that the Steelers would win, and Bill Cowher's just, you know, chin out, <laughs> frown. <laughs> that was we his one. Yay! That was <laughs> that was his that was his deal though, right? And, and Tomlin does a similar thing where I mean, you don't see him smile. Yep. Smiles a little bit more than Cowher, but just still, I mean, that's. A, to they me, that's a trait of the Pittsburgh Steelers as they well. They have systematically chosen their guys. Uh, and, and it's like they, they choose this trait in them. I, I don't think they just become <laughs> that. I think that's just who these people are. And um, so, and to me, they're a good, hardworking team. And you know what? The uh-huh. Eagles have been, they have been doing a lot better in the past two decades as well and going from being yes. just the bridesmaid to actually Presenting an incredible team. Yeah, Jeffrey. Since Jeffrey Lurie owns the team, and you know, obviously, it takes a little time to get things stabilized and things like that. But Jeffrey Lurie, since he owns the team, Howie Roseman really puts a great team together. I think he's a great football mind. Um, he pulls off some really, really great stuff. The Eagles are in a really good spot. They were in the Super Bowl with a second-year quarterback on his rookie deal. They made the moves to get guys that they could afford because they have a quarterback on their rookie deal. And now Jalen's going to get paid, and he's going to get paid big time this offseason. Yep. And he's earned it. But they ended up with all of that and still having, I think they have like pick number like 11 or 12 or something. Like, how do you end up with all this stuff with Jalen Hurts, with A.J. Brown, with Devontae Smith, a host of running backs, a great defense? And still, almost have a top ten draft pick. I don't know. But That's I'll masterful. Tell you what, they're they're in good positions. And yeah. it, you know, I would love to see. It's a bit wild, but I would love to see like a Steelers Eagles Super Bowl. The state would Pennsylvania survive. would love that. Oh, they would. Pennsylvania would love it. Now, they, Nell and I are always have always hoped in our lifetime we see uh, Eagles Ravens Super Bowl because she's an oh, Ravens that would fan. Be, from growing up in Baltimore, but so that would be a good one too. But yeah. the the party we could have for a ra- or for a Steelers Eagles Super Bowl, pretty epic. Yeah, I don't know. I might burn your house down. Well, no. I mean, <laughs> I, well, okay. I, I beef up you're... the insurance before the party. <laughs> <laughs> well, now wait a minute. You're an Eagles fan. Let me rephrase that. You might burn your house down. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was surprisingly calm at the end of the Super Bowl. Nell looks well, at me. And she's like, "You okay?" I'm like, "You know what? What do you want me to say?" The pretty darn good game. Contrary to all predictions, Philadelphia did not burn. No. So okay. No. I think part of it, I think, was if it was a team that they absolutely hated. But yeah, I think it helped that Andy Reid was the coach of the Steelers or um, <laughs> Chiefs was the coach of the Chiefs, <laughs> and like I feel like that, like the city and the fans have such such immense respect for Andy Reid, which they should. That that helped that a little bit. It could have yeah. been if it was like if it was like the Patriots or somebody like that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, there, I would have burnt the city been, too. <laughs> there mm. could have been a problem. There could have been a problem, but you know. But uh, anyway, all right. So we're what like fifteen minutes into this podcast we're now. Fifteen minutes and twenty three seconds actually. So good call. And we have not done something that we're supposed to do at the beginning of every podcast. Oh, talk about what we're drinking. Yeah, what are we drinking? What uh, are you drinking? Well, I, yeah, I don't know if we're drinking the same thing. We are not. 
Um, but I'm drinking uh, Captain and Coke, obviously my go-to. I'm, we're, I have a lime in it from our very own lime tree, so we grow <laughs> limes and lemons here in the Tice house. Um, obviously, they have to be inside in the winter. Um, but, yeah, so I'm having a Captain and Coke with a homegrown lime. And when I first arrived, I had a Captain and Coke when I got here. Okay. But then I switched over because you still had leftovers from Dark and Stormy's. Oh, that. So you're having a dark and stormy. So I'm right having now. a dark and stormy with oh. some lime in it from might, your homegrown tree. I could have a dark and stormy later, possibly. So that's a good idea because we still have some of the. Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> our next guest is determining the drink, and we're recording right after this with him. So yeah, that is true, and we who, don't know what the drink is. No, we don't, which is concerning. But obviously, this the might theme, be the first time we uh, we use the exemption rules. Yes. So I told him, first off, I asked for a bio so I could introduce <laughs> him properly. Uh, I have not gotten one, so he's going to get what he's going to get at this point. I may say things about him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, but he will not tell us what he's, he's supplying the drinks, the supplies, whatever that is going to look like. And we don't know what they are. <laughs> but he's a friend of Ken and I, and he's Correct. one of those guys that everyone has a story about. Oh, yeah. Like, this one time, Craig did, and you're just like, yeah, yeah that's okay. This one time, Craig did. Oh, Greg, yep, that sounds yep. like Craig. That's Craig. So, But he's a great friend. Uh, we love him dearly. He is. He and, is. And, uh, you know, so there, we can't actually, we can't wait. And that's going to be more sports um, because Craig has a heavy background in sports. He does, and which is kind of funny, all things considered. Like, the first time I heard what Craig did before what he does now. I was like, what? He was, a- okay, that's different. Yeah, well, I always question. I'm like, how did you end up doing what you're doing? And he was always like, well, you know, it just, it, it is what it is. Yeah, we're going to talk. Did he ever tell you about the time traveling in the Winnebago down the East Coast? I don't think so. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. That doesn't ring a bit. bell. So we're going to, that gonna could be, this could be, a, this could be a long one. Well, I'm uh, I'm at three quarters of my drink. Well, I mean, that, I mean, okay, <laughs> that one could be a long one. That, I feel well, like we're just either uh, way. But yeah. So anyway, a Captain and Coke for me, Dark and Stormy for you, which is remind people what Dark and Stormy is. Captain the, and Coke is pretty self-explanatory. Well, yeah, and the Dark and Stormy is Gosling Stark Seal Rum and uh, Barrett's Ginger Beer with a little bit of lime if you want. Yeah, and it's specific to that ginger beer. Mm-hmm. So that's it's a, specific to the. To that rum and that ginger beer. That's so, important. Yes. Is that, I, I don't think I ever asked you, is that a Pittsburgh thing or is that just a, like... That's a Bermuda thing. Oh, it's a Bermuda, see? Yeah, okay. th- and that's where I learned it, was in Bermuda. Um, Oh my gosh, uh, maybe the closest thing that's a Pittsburgh thing is like a Boilermaker. What is that? And that's odd too, because that should be a Indiana thing. Uh, it it know, is, it's a steel thing. Purdue. That's maybe okay. the better way okay. to say it, is okay. it's a steel town thing where it's okay... If we're going to drink, and I mean we need to drink <laughs> kind of thing, you're going to get a beer, and you're going to get a whiskey, and you're going to drop the whiskey in the beer. Oh, it's one of those deals. Okay. Yeah. I got that's you. A, that's a Boilermaker, or uh, I think the other names for it are like Haymakers or so things that like that. Is, so it's it's a beer of, of choice, mm-hmm. and then a shot of whiskey that you just drop in. And now, do you then pound the beer, or is it just, do you sip it then at that point? 
Either way. Does it matter? Doesn't matter. Either way. Okay. I mean, you'll see a lot of guys pound it, but okay. Either way. I've seen some other drinks that way where guys like drop it in, and it's like the frat house where you just like chug it at that point. Yeah, I wouldn't say that's like the signature drink, but I mean that if you're at a if you're bellied up at a bar and you're having that kind of conversation, it's all right. Let's get a bunch of boilermakers. Yeah. Well. Okay. So that's a that's a Pittsburgh thing. Yeah. I I mean we got Iron City beer, but so. Iron, uh, Icy Light is <laughs> very good. I, yeah. Regular Iron City, I find to be disgusting. I have to admit, I kind of go towards the micro brews and okay. All right. things like that. I, I like. I happen to like Icy Light actually. Really, really enjoy it on a summer day. It's light, crisp. You know, no no issue with Icy Light whatsoever. But I've had the you know the regular Iron City beer in like the silver can yep. or the white can or whatever it is. And it's just not good. <laughs> it's just not good. I, I think they're all piss water. Well, I mean, <laughs> that may be. It goes. It's. It's. I mean, it's really along the lines of Coors Light, Miller Light, Bud Light. Like it's. And, and that's not much different than that. They're and that's all, stuff that I have avoided. Like if I'm going to drink a beer, I want a good dark beer. Okay. Yeah. So I. Like oh well, an example. This summer was the first time I had ever tried a Corona and lime. Oh. Because in really, my, yeah. Oh, I didn't that know that. That was at Craig's. I didn't know that that was a f- like a first for you. That was a first for me because anytime cool. I see that kind of shade of beer, I'm like, nope, that's not it. Well, what did you think of it? That was not bad, actually. No, that, I, was, I that was really good. I love a Corona at the pool with a lime. Like That is 100% my go-to. Uh, that's pretty much why I tried it because I saw you with it every time. I was like, maybe there is something to it. Oh, yeah, but you know what I started doing, actually, and our friend uh, John, my friend John... Um, we drink a lot of icy light with them because he's a Pittsburgh guy. And so he always has icy light. That's one of the reasons I ended up having icy light. I usually have, especially in the summer, I usually have icy light here because I'm going to get a light beer of some sort to keep here. Yeah. And it may as well be icy light because one, I like it. And two, I have friends that like it. So great. Let's keep it here. But I started putting a lime in it. Hmm. So I started dropping a lime in my icy light. Well, once, and once your back porch is open, we're going to have to, super I good. guess, have some icy lights on the back porch. Yeah, it's super this. good. I'll grab yeah. a 30-pack at the beginning of, you know, <laughs> soon probably. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, I enjoy it. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, icy light. I enjoy it. All right, moving away from our discussion of drinks. Okay. Have a question for you. All right, shoot, I got you. Did you play sports in high school? Any sport. Okay, so no. The answer to that is no. Really? That actually surprises me. Yeah, it should, actually. It surprises me, too, to be honest with you. I didn't... Uh, All right, right, I I have to ask. Mm -hmm. Were you, like, the geek in high school? No, I was not that either. I was the guy that... I was the guy that worked in Uh, high school. Okay, okay. So, because I wanted, like... I wanted my car, and I wanted my subwoofers in my car... And my stair and my head unit and my amplifier and all of those things. And I wanted my Air Jordan sneakers, which I bought in mass quantities. Therefore it required a job. <laughs> because okay. my parents weren't right. buying that stuff. So but no, I loved I loved basketball. I mean, in high school I wasn't like a giant football fan. I'm a huge football fan now. Just love football. NFL football, college football. I'm gonna watch the XFL today if I get a chance and, and this weekend which starts but I'm actually pretty good and other people would probably tell you this I'm pretty good at basketball 
Um, I'm not. I don't have the height for basketball. I can really shoot, <laughs> but I also I'm 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 actually pretty good at basketball. And I wish I would have pursued some things in high school and worked less, because I feel like I missed out on some. Not like I wasn't going to be a professional, but I missed out on some camaraderie of team sports that I wish I would have done. Yeah, see that that really does surprise me. Like I did actually expect you would be a basketball guy. Yeah, I I was, and I I wish I wish I would have. Um, I wish I would have done it differently, honestly. Wow. Because I, I, I like, love sports. With how much you love sports, I mean, that, that derails me a little bit because I expected you to have actually had a sport you played in high school. Yeah. I So, you know, in our, I, I remember this in high school, like with gym class and all of those things. And we would, you know, you'd spend like a month on this sport, a month on that sport. That's at least how our gym class was. And, you know, during the time that we were doing basketball when I was in high school and, you know, shooting and intramural type of stuff and actually had the basketball coach come into like a gym class and was like, hey, Hmm. we'd really like you to play basketball. (laughs) And I was like, no, I'm working. I got a job, yada, yada, because I was working at Horn and Horn here in Lebanon at the time. All right, you got to tell me what's Horn and Horn. Oh, so, okay, so you're not from here, so you don't really. Yeah, so it's a. It was in the it was in the Lebanon Plaza, which the old mall. Yes, it's yeah, so where okay. Coles and TJ yeah. Maxx and stuff is. Um, it was in there. It was a family restaurant. It was an hmm. old school family restaurant. You know, no no alcohol or anything like that. And you know, they had like the bar seating that you could have, but it was like a breakfast bar seating where hmm. you know the old guys would come in in the morning. It was yeah. the same ones every morning. And sit there at the breakfast bar, and the old ladies would serve them, and it was that type of a place. You you are throwing me for a loop because I didn't even expect that kind of answer. Yeah, so I worked there um, in high school um, for two years or so, and I didn't leave there until I was until I graduated high school. And so, like, all right, well, I guess I should get a real job because I guess that wasn't a real job. And so. Yeah, so that's how that worked out. So I was doing that because I want, you know, I wanted a car. I wanted yeah. fancier shoes than my than my parents were going to buy me. I wanted, you know, Serwin Vega subwoofers <laughs> and amplifiers and things like that for my car and you know that kind of stuff. I was into that kind of thing. And so with, you were a bit of a gearhead as a kid. Not a, like like not cars. No, I didn't. I I didn't care about no, cars or motors or anything like that. I like the audio part of it, and which makes sense because I'm okay. super into home audio and smart home stuff. Like audio now. file, so yeah, that, that's always been my thing, and that's why because I needed the money to do those things. So if I was going to get it, you know, it, with my shoes, like I wanted Jordans, they were 125 dollars. I remember that. And my parents were like, "Well, here's 50 bucks. That gets you a pretty nice pair of shoes, and the rest of it's on you." <laughs> I'm like, so. If you're going to make that happen, nobody was going to pay me to play high school basketball. All right. So you have had a job then since you were how old? 15. 15. Yes. Okay. Uh, My dad and I were actually just talking about that the other day. Yeah. I started working when I was 15 with my grandparents, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I started working when I was 13. Oh, wow. so, So what did you do at 13? I was a lifeguard's aide. What does a lifeguard's aide do? 
Uh, basically, it's the cheap version of getting two lifeguards in the building, except one of them picks their nose and looks at the pool and says, ah, they're drowning. <laughs> so they just pay you less than the lifeguard? Is, oh, that, yeah. is that the deal? <laughs> We're like, let's get some other guy in here that we can pay less, but we can say we have two people here. Exactly. Right? And okay. and because uh, you couldn't take official lifeguard training until you were like 14 or 15. Mm. I forget what it was. Yeah. But I lifeguarded all throughout high school. Oh, that's cool, though. Yeah. Like uh, there was an indoor pool I worked at when school was in session. And then, you know, come summer, all the pools in Western PA, everybody opened up. And sure. I, I had two jobs. I worked for the indoor and I worked for an outdoor pool. And So you probably were, you probably had a pretty nice tan back in the day. Oh, my gosh. I had a beautiful tan. I back guess in so. The day. Like I, yeah, I tan very nicely. You now were, I just <laughs> turn red. As we like to say, you were bronzed and delicious. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but Melinda might agree. I, I don't know, but that, that it's a it's a joke in our house that it's you know we were trying to we were <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is gonna go places, isn't it? We have. <laughs> So we have we have a friend Shorty, who Nell has been trying. He's single, and has been trying to set up like an Instagram account for him for years. Right? Oh, he's man. like, I don't need to be on Instagram. Yada yada. He's just not that guy, right? But it's funny because his his Instagram handle <laughs> was is is always going to be bronzed and delicious <laughs> sixty nine. <laughs> oh. Because so he's he works in construction, shorty. Um, uh, shorty, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I but I, I love the Tyses as friends, but I'm sorry, man. In the in <laughs> like in the summer, like he spends so much time outside being yeah. in construction that he's like he just he's tan like all the time, like really dark tan. And so that's where the bronzed and delicious name came from, and the '69 <laughs> was just an add-on bonus, but. <laughs> So that was oh he my. won't let us, but that's gonna that was gonna be his his Instagram handle. <laughs> All right, I guess since we kind of went into those weird spots, okay, okay, is that weird? Yeah, it's a little weird. Okay, bronzed and delicious. Sure. I mean, I, yeah. I, I'll give you that. So, just to have fun with it, uh, I don't share this often, but yeah, I I actually Ooh, did sports good. in high school. Okay, I wrestled. Oh, okay. Uh, and my wrestling nickname was Father Cock. <laughs> okay why <laughs> i gotta know why because of my last name oh okay yeah that makes sense so i was father cock father, father cock yeah yeah that's oh. always a fun one nobody's ever called me father cock that and that's not one that i share often because <laughs> it's just oh come on guys there are better nick the the standard nickname for my family has always been cockroach <laughs> <laughs> if i remember if I remember when we record the episode with Craig, <laughs> I, I, I definitely want to introduce you as Father Cock. <laughs> Just keep drinking. I, I would, I, from now on, <laughs> it is no longer Rob and Kenny or Kenny and Rob. It's, it's Kenny, Kenny and Father, and Father Cock. Cock. <laughs> this is fantastic. But I, I share that because, again, that originalness of... Yeah. Um, so I did... I did an undergraduate and a master's degree with a Christian college that's local to us, Lancaster Bible College. As Father Cock. <laughs> no. Okay, it's it's so even worse. It's okay. even worse. Oh, how, can, how is that possible? Okay. How do tech guys not check emails when they make emails? How do they not check emails? That, that, like, 
if you're going to make an email for someone, how do you not look at the username you've created and go, yes, this is okay? Well, I mean, I think you should. You should, because you know what? My professional email <laughs> at a Christian college Oh boy, doing my undergraduate was? I, I can only imagine. Give it to us. Cock 24-7. <laughs> I I'm, didn't pick it. It got I'm assigned assuming, to me, and I'm like, what the hell? I'm assuming it was spelled differently than... C-O-C-H. Okay. I'm assuming it wasn't spelled C-O-C-K. Yep. It, but it was, it was C-O-C-H 24-7. I was like, but, oh. But are you thinking that possibly they just had a good laugh out of this? They may very well have. But like, I mean, this I was got something that, they and created, and like, it's like, oh, this is great. Yeah, I got that. I was definitely like, oh, okay, yep, here I am. <laughs> I mean, in my thirties, and Father Cock still follows. It could have been our cock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking out loud. Oh, now. It could have been our cock twenty four seven. Our cock twenty four seven. So uh, maybe they did you a favor. <laughs> Man, we're supposed to be talking sports, not locker room. Well, we we well, I mean, that goes along with it. That's the one thing that I regret about, you know, you asked about me with sports. Like, I wish that I would have I've never been part of a locker room environment, and I feel like I missed out. No, you didn't. It's well, a lot of male testosterone. Well, yeah, but I feel like it would have been it's cool. a, There's a good bit of hazing. <laughs> yeah, it's weirdness. Yeah, that that would be the way to phrase it. Like, I feel weirdness. like I missed out on it at least. Like, I feel like I would have liked to experience that at least maybe for a year. But well, uh, yeah, I, and I don't know. I I want to. I'm interested to talk more with Craig on mm -hmm. some of the youth and sports and his oh, thoughts. But well, he has a unique uh, experience level. He on a lot of, on a lot of levels. He actually. really does. So. I mean, we won't get into that much here, but I mean, you know. Yeah, and I I mean, part of it for me is I look back at wrestling and I have a lot of a lot of bits that I'm thankful for that mm -hmm. I did with it because it was okay, I learned what is effectively a martial discipline. Mm -hmm. I, I learned how to fight mm -hmm. and it's good. It's good that I did. But there are aspects of wrestling and they've changed it now in Pennsylvania with weight limits and, and everything on okay. how to do that. But when I was in it, it was not healthy, uh, you but know, because of like cutting weight and things like that. Or yeah. Like the off season, my natural weight was about 140 pounds. But when we got into season, I would drop down to about 112. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and I mean, how we dropped weight, what we did to maintain weight. It, it, I look back and it's just, oh, that was at that, that level. Stupid. Yeah, at that level too. It just, I guess people just don't understand that that type of stuff goes on. It it did, and I mean, more conversations have happened with that in the past ten to fifteen years on what happens with uh, with wrestlers with our weight balances, and mm -hmm. I mean, it's at the point now where you actually have to go to the doctors, and the doctor says, "Okay, here's the lowest weight you can wrestle at." Oh, I got you. That's probably a good thing to keep people accountable, you know, to themselves, but also keep coaches accountable to not ask, you know, people to do things that's just not healthy. Right, and I mean that I I did well, but the cost of it, I, I wrestle with. Mm. And I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for the camaraderie out of it. I don't keep in touch with anyone from those days, but I mean, it was yeah. still learning to navigate elements of that culture of that. Well, not just that culture, but just elements of sports, wrestling, 
combat. <laughs> so you could have been like the next Brock Lesnar. Yeah, you got to help me on that one. Oh, you have no idea who Brock Lesnar is? Nope. Oh, okay. That's anyway. He was, uh, you know, an am- amateur wrestler, um, college wrestler, ended okay. up in WWE. <laughs> okay, um, there's why. <laughs> but he's a giant. Be- but he ended up. He was a UFC heavyweight champion too, several times. You know, he did WWE because he was. He's just. He's just an athletic phenomenon, and then he ended up. UFC being the heavyweight champion in UFC at least twice um, and ended up back in WWE, which is, you know, now he's just makes a gazillion dollars to show up like half a dozen times a year because he's such a huge draw. See, I have to admit, I would I would love to follow UFC more. Yeah, I, I we really actually would. just had this conversation with someone, you know, a few weeks ago, you know, it was like, oh, because we were somewhere. And it was there was a UFC pay per view that evening, and the bar we were at they were showing they were going to be showing the fights. Well, we were not there for, but I, you know I say you a UFC guy? He's like, eh, watch sometimes. And I have a buddy that used to watch a little bit, but I never really got into it. But I could, I think. Yeah, I. It's the closest thing to what I used to do. Yeah. Outside of high school or college level. Yeah. To watch because I mean these guys are. They're, they're getting into grappling first. They're getting oh, yeah. into, you know, not just like boxing is fun. I yeah. enjoy watching a good boxing match. But yeah. UFC, you're getting in close. You're yep. trying to gain control. And, yeah, you're getting some kicks and swings in when you can. But it, it's about getting that control on the opponent yes. and dominating. And that was what was fun about wrestling is, is it wasn't just I'm going to punch the other guy out. You were getting in there and trying to dominate. Right. And it was it – was, one on one, kind of. It was a wrestling team, obviously, but yeah, it was. You went out there on the mat by yourself. Yeah, it's your skill against that person's skill. Yeah, that's and a cool like scenario. That, yeah, that's, that's cool. Although one of the weirdest moments is, you know, my youth director, youth pastor. First time he came to one of the matches, I was supposed to wrestle against a girl. <laughs> and did you? Uh, how I mean, how do I mean I look, I absolutely feel like everybody has the right to do anything they want to do. But I mean, you're taught as guys, and rightfully so, like you don't hit women, you don't uh, you don't phys- you don't get physical in that way with a woman. Um, so it goes against everything you're taught. And and that was that was a weird and hard bit because you've yeah. got to get past that point of okay, look, she knows what she's doing. Sure, she's here mm-hmm. to grind your face into the mat, and <laughs> not in the fun way, <laughs> right? And you know, it's wrestling. I mean, you're gonna grab something, yeah. And it, guy or girl it didn't matter. You were gonna grab something, and be like, well, that's a handful of something, right? And just. That's what you had. No, I so, think I mean, it was it was just getting to that mindset of she knows what she got in this for. Yeah, and I, I think that's cool. Very very cool though that you know you can put that aside and be like made the best person win here. It, well, um, and, and that and, was it. But I mean, it was definitely it was a head game because you're yeah, like ah. I believe that. Yeah, because oh, you're taught you're not supposed to do those things. You know? Although the worst of it is when a school would show up for a match and they'd bring their cheerleaders with. <laughs> 
and you're in spandex, you're a teenager. <laughs> you're just like, just focus on the other dude, <laughs> baseball, wrestling, anything but the cheerleader sitting at the edge of the mat. Yeah, because there's not a lot of room for things to happen that people won't see. One poor guy, middle of the match, and oh. we're all just like, oh, look away. And all the mothers are out there looking away, and oh. the fathers are all out there. <laughs> and the, the fathers are having a blast oh, with it, I'm sure. They're laughing. And mom's like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that poor guy, he probably was scarred for life. Probably, or at least for the rest of high school. Oh, most definitely. You know, so yeah. all his buddies never <laughs> forgot that. That no. type of thing, nobody ever forgets. That's what, 20 years ago, and I haven't forgotten <laughs> yeah, it. Right? Here it is on it a just podcast. doesn't forget it. <laughs> yeah. People do not forget it, so. Yeah. Um, spandex did uh, spandex. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, so we're... Uh, we're doing we're doing pretty good here. We're about forty minutes in. Okay, um, and uh, I feel like we hit what we wanted to hit. I, I think it's a good place for um, us to stop. Yeah, I think it's a good place because except we have okay except right. Kenny. I know Kenny's nuggies of wisdom. There we go. I got you. And so I talked. We talked about this a little bit. I told you I had a little story, and this goes along with the wisdom that I that I have shared. I think on the original episode was don't be afraid to have conversations with people that you don't know and have these conversations. So I'm going to reiterate having these conversations with people, talk to people, get out there and speak to people. And I'm going to share a story that happened last night All right. as part of this. So we were at the bar. We were sitting there and the guy walked in, sat next to me and he was, he, he says, Hey, oh, it's his seat taken. <laughs> no, no, it's good. You have a seat, man. So he sits down Orders an IPA. He's drinking it. Dressed pretty nicely. He gets a phone call, and he's talking to someone. You can tell he's telling them where he is, and you can tell they're unfamiliar with the restaurant, so he's helping like park on this little side street or whatever. So he gets off the phone, and he says to me, he's like, do I smell okay? <laughs> I have never had another human ask me like at the bar <laughs> If they smelled okay, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, I feel like I put too much. I have a first date. <laughs> oh, I'm like, oh, that's what that was. He's like, yeah. He's like, I feel like I have too much cologne. <laughs> I'm like, he's like, is it too much? And my first thought was, what are you going to do about it if it is? Like, she's literally outside. <laughs> but I was like, well, I didn't smell it until you asked me. Now I smell it. So I'm guessing that it's not overwhelming. And he's like, oh, okay. He's like, I just didn't know if I needed to go wash it off. Like, what are you going to wash off? I, I got to bring this up on that yeah. note. I mean, okay. if you're out there and you ask some weird guy how I smell in the Lidditz area <laughs> in the past month, you got to email us. We got to know how the first date go. Yeah, if you're if you're that guy, yeah, I would love to know how this, how the first date how this first date went. We want to know. Yeah. So that reiterates my point. Like... It was awesome. <laughs> I was like, we shared a laugh, and it was, and then he went about his way. Like he moved to a different section of the bar that had there was an extra seat there because there was no, there was not an extra seat where we were. So he slid over like to the other side of the bar. She came in. We watched them. They were interacting, and then you know, then we came, we left and went home. I would love to know how that interaction ended, and did she think that he smelled good? 
Absolutely. And so. I mean, hey, that's part of what we're doing with this podcast. Yes. We're here for you guys. Mm-hmm. It's community. Yeah, we got we got Craig coming in like two minutes, but I would be surprised if he was on time. Very true. So. But we should also probably quickly toss this out there. We've been talking about community names for you, yes. for you guys, for yes. our listeners, because you are really important to us. You're a part of the reason, not a part. You're the reason we're here. You're the most important part of this podcast. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's not us. We're not that important. Kenny and I sit here and talk, but we want to talk and get to know you guys. Absolutely. Which is part of the reason we're doing the rotation of guests. And, yes. You know, we, yeah, what we, that whole bit is. Absolutely. So we need a name for our listener uh, group, I guess you could say. And I'm going to toss this out there. It's uh, It's been recommended twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, give us some feedback on yeah. it because it, it, this isn't it, but part of it is the scurry, Yes, which is a gathering of squirrels. And I, you brought that up mm-hmm. before, we, before we started recording, and I enjoy it. I like it, um, and I would be 100% on board if that's what it ended up being. I, I love the idea of the drunk squirry. Yeah. Scurry. scurry. Oh, my gosh. Squirry? Scurry? Scurry. So, yeah. C-U-R-R-Y? Reach out to us. Um, we're on Facebook. Absolutely. We're on Instagram. Absolutely. Reach out to us. We Comment. have an email. We have email, the, the drunk squirrel 82 at, at gmail.com. And uh, what else? Oh, we have an email list now as well. You can sign up for that down oh. in the description. That's true. Our so, wonderful producer who has told us that we are by. We are by, yes. Weekly, weekly, right? Bi-weekly. Bi-weekly. Yeah, yeah, we are bi weekly. <laughs> that's the first time anyone ever <laughs> told me that. But yeah, we are bi weekly because we started this conversation where, oh, we're putting out two episodes a month. That was the original plan, right? Until we realized. Oh, wait, we did it three times in January. Uh, right. So we meant to be every other week. We meant to say there were every other week, and we sort of went with that's, that works into twice a month, except for there are those months that, you know, there are three, three Mondays, Mondays. Yeah. And, which is when the episode comes out. So but we realized there, was th- there were three in January. You know, in those months that there are, th- you know, five total Mondays, Yeah, where we're doing three Mondays, mm-hmm. I mean, everyone could use a drink, right? That's a... <laughs> That's Everyone a, could use a drink. That's a bonus. Yeah. That's so a bonus that's a drinking bonus. with Kenny and Bonus I. drinking with Kenny and Rob. Yep. With the drunk squirrel. So, but yeah, so reach out to us in absolutely. all the avenues, Facebook, Instagram, uh, email. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know if you like the scurry. Absolutely. And all those links and everything that we just mentioned are down there in the description. Yep. And we want to hear from you because we love you guys. You guys are an awesome part of what we're doing. Absolutely. You're the biggest part of what we're doing. And we could not... Be happier that you're here and appreciate that you're here Absolutely. listening to us babble into these microphones and sip on our drinks. And share awkward high school stories. Yes, which I didn't see going there today. So, Well, here we are. Rob, so you know thank what? you for the awkward high school story of the day. You can call me Father Cock. <laughs> so cheers. Thank you, Mr. Cock. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to wrap it up. And uh, so thank you for listening to this episode of The Drunk Squirrel. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will have a guest. Mm-hmm. And this one, you're not going to want to miss. So It's going to get crazy. It's going to get crazy. <laughs> and you're going to want to be here for it. So anyway, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you for listening to The Drunk Squirrel. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to The Drunk Squirrel. No need to pay a tab. Just be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and drop us a line, thedrunksquirrel82 at gmail.com. Cheers. <laughs>